oh, oh, no, I got the giggles. <laughs> got the giggles just right when we started recording, huh? Okay, well, welcome back to the mm Wrestling Show. Thank welcome. you for tuning in or listening, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast. Uh, yeah, welcome. Let's uh, get into it. Uh, well, this week we're going to cover... I already did an instant take on uh, the Elimination Chamber, so we'll quickly go over what you thought about that mm -hmm. uh, over those matches, and we'll do you know, NXT 205 Live, Raw and SmackDown from this week, uh, and also the news. So let's go ahead, let's get into it, let's do the news. Okay. Fox possibly to buy WWE TV rights. It would be first time WWE would be on broadcast TV. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been hearing a lot about this this week. So, right now, um, Fox, they, um, you know, there's rumors out there that they're going to be wanting to buy WWE uh, the TV rights so mm -hmm. that they could be broadcasting them on their network, which would make a lot of sense for both. Fox Network and for um, WWE because it would be the first time that they got a chance to be on network broadcast TV which means everybody would get a chance to see right now they're on USA Network so mm -hmm. you have to have some sort of cable package to get it oh. um, but if you get into you know like a network broadcast station mm -hmm. it's just like it's available for everybody you know even not basic cable or even if you just have like the HD antenna type of thing mm -hmm. so there's potentially a lot more viewers which potentially could get you a lot more ad revenue because you know advertisers you become even more attractive because more people have could potentially be watching um, so you can just make that much more money and obviously WWE is in the business of making money mm -hmm. uh, so that would be a good move for them um, I know, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Colin Cowherd. He's like one of my favorite sports radio guys out there. He used mm -hmm. to be on ESPN. Now he works for Fox. And he's always made fun of wrestling and made fun of wrestling fans. And just the fact, so this week he was actually at SmackDown and he went backstage and he was like taking pictures with the wrestlers and mm -hmm. like he was even on his radio show saying you know that he went and he had a good time mm -hmm. and like ever since he moved to Fox like from ESPN he's always like seemed like he's a you know he's a company guy he's in with the bosses he's no he knows what's going on so when mm -hmm. some, like, since he's like talking so positively about wrestling now wrestling fans and how cool it is like makes me definitely think like okay yeah like they're definitely courting WWE to try to get some sort of deal made uh, right now UFC is also on um, on Fox but their contract is coming up and reportedly both WWE and um, the UFC are hoping to get somewhere around 400 million like a dollar contract mm -hmm. with Fox and Fox you know, is rumored to that they would spend that much more money on uh, on uh, what you might call it on WWE because they're already they already get 
however many, like three point something million viewers every week on Monday Night Raw, which, you know, like I said, could potentially be more because of the fact that they would be on broadcast TV. Cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Brock Lesnar meets with UFC president Dana White. Okay, yeah, and then we'll talk about the, this a little bit more when uh-huh. we get to the what happened on Monday Night Raw, but Brock Lesnar's contract is, you know, expiring soon. Mm-hmm. Um, he fought in the UFC in the past. Um, he's done this to the WWE in the past, like, you know, near the end of his contract, going back and meeting the with the UFC and potentially going back there um, to fight. He's older, so if he did want to go back to the UFC, like, he'd have to do it now. Otherwise, he's going to, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how good he'd be now because he's older. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was never, I mean, he's just a, a big guy who's, mm-hmm. like, crazy athletic for a guy who should be that big. Like, he was never a great fighter. He could just, you know, knock other guys out. Mm. Yeah, like he had never had the most technical skill, so if he was going to do it, he'd have to do it now before he got older and weaker and slower. So mm. we'll see what happens there. Um, again, that will tie more into Monday Night Raw, uh, so we'll talk about it more when we get to that point. Uh, okay. Anything else you got yeah. for us here? So congratulations to Jarius J.J. Robertson on getting the Warrior Award. The 2018 Warrior Award. Yeah, congratulations to him. Yeah, he's going to receive that at uh, the Hall of Fame induction this year. Yeah. He has biliary artesia, which is a chronic liver disease. He's already had several, like, dozens of surgeries and two liver transplants already. So, yeah. Yeah. He's a fighter. Yeah, definitely a strong kid. I saw that he also, you know, like... He's really a big advocate because he's needed, you know, organs himself that he's a big advocate, like on reminding people to, mm-hmm. you know, to sign up to be an organ donor. And um, he's got some sort of foundation set up to, you know, help people get organs or something like that or remind people to, you know donate to those kind of causes so does good work for the community so yeah Yeah. again congratulations to Jarius JJ Robertson all right awesome uh so yeah let's get into uh our review our quick review since like I said I already did an instant take on the elimination chamber uh let's just do a quick take on what you thought um what happened on the kickoff we had the was I'm not sure if you got to see the kickoff because I know you were out um I think you just saw the main event you didn't see the kickoff stuff did you no like the pre-show stuff I don't think I saw yeah so you didn't yeah so you didn't see like the Bo Dallas Kurt Axel the Miztourage versus um Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson no no okay no I didn't think so um well, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson won that match um no surprise there I'm surprised like they need to find more stuff for them to do on the regular shows mm-hmm. um but um yeah to kick off the uh, show we had um it was the first ever women's elimination chamber which featured alexa bliss uh, mickey james sasha banks bailey uh, sasha i mean yeah 
yeah, Sasha Banks, Sonya Deville, and Mandy Rose. Um, now I know what I thought of this match. Everybody already heard what I said. What did you think of the match? Oh, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I noticed that they didn't use the cage as much, but, I mean, it was still pretty good. They did, like, it was pretty good in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say so. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, for the first ever women's elimination chip, I thought they, you know, they didn't use the... Like you said, they didn't use the cage a whole lot, but mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, the use that they did get out of it, like, it was good. Like, when Mickey mm-hmm. James, like, she did her her little dive off the top of the pod and mm-hmm. pinned, uh, I think it was Mandy Rose, and then, um, you know, the whole, like, thing with, like, Sasha, Bailey, and Alexa climbing the, yeah. climbing the cage and Alexa Bliss being in the middle and... Mm-hmm. Sasha and Bailey chasing after her. Yeah. And then Alexa did her twisted bliss off the top of the pod onto Sasha Banks on the outside. So I thought that was mm-hmm. pretty good. And it didn't do a whole lot, but, you know, the use that they did get out of it, I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then what else did we have? We had the... After that, we had... Um, we had the Bar versus Titus Worldwide for the tag team titles match. What did you think of that? Um, I thought it was good. Yeah, from what I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> it was a couple of things. I was going to say, of what you can remember, for me, this wasn't a super memorable match. I really like, um, I really like Apollo Crews in, of Titus Worldwide, and I think that they mm-hmm. could, you know, get some more for them uh, to do. Yeah. Uh, on like the regular show so I was kind of hoping that Titus Worldwide would actually w- would have won the titles here Yeah. No. Um, but that was not the case so uh, you know the bar ended up winning so they hold the titles and we'll just have to keep watching the storyline there's not a lot for the bar to do right now on mm-hmm. Raw either there's not a whole lot of other good tag like all the good tag teams seem to be on Smackdown so yeah. Uh, we just kind of have to keep rolling and see what goes there. Uh, what else then? Um, we had the uh, match, which was Nia Jax versus Asuka, and it was a qualifying match for Nia. Uh, you know, if she would have won this match, it would have got her into WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for a triple threat match for Asuka yeah. and the title. And then, uh, you know, for Asuka, it would have been her first loss if she would have lost the match, but she pulled out the win against Naya. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of this match? I thought it was pretty good. I thought I was happy that Asuka won, of course, and I thought liked how they had um, Naya just pummel Asuka after the after she won. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that too. I thought that was good. I kind of, you know, like. Yeah, it makes Asuka look good because, you know, she was the good guy. She didn't do anything bad to win the match. Mm-hmm. Um, she still won, caught, kept her streak, and it still showed that, like, Naya is, like, this force to be reckoned with. Like, yeah. even though she lost the match, she's still this big, powerful, beastly woman. So, yeah. you know, be careful, don't get in her way kind of thing. Uh, so, 
yeah, overall, I was happy with the match. Uh, I was, you know, like I said, I was worried going into it that mm-hmm. Asuka would lose, and I kind of felt like, oh, man, I hope she doesn't lose, because then if she gets all the way, you know, if she loses before she gets to WrestleMania, I felt like that was, that would have kind of taken away from the whole mystique of her getting all the way to WrestleMania and winning the championship yeah. there. So I'm glad that uh, she won and still has a chance to win mm-hmm. the WWE Women's Championship uh, as an undefeated Person. Uh, so let's see what happened after that. We had um, we had a promo with Roman Reigns saying that he was going to win. Mm-hmm. Then we had Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. Um, Matt Hardy won this match. What did you think about this? I always enjoy watching Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. So yeah, yeah. especially Matt Hardy. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy Matt Hardy's persona and character, and I just kind of wish like. For me, and I guess we can get a little bit more into it when we get to Rob, but it just didn't go anywhere. I thought, like, I, mm-hmm. you know, the outcome was the outcome I thought it would be. I thought that Matt Hardy would win, and he did. Mm-hmm. But I thought they would go somewhere further along with the storyline, but that hasn't been the case yet. Like, it still seems to be stuck in, like, some sort of feud between the two. And, you mm-hmm. know, they've had a couple matches already, so. Feel like it should be time to and this would have been the perfect time especially leading up to Wrestlemania this would have been a time to like you know ch- change something in the storyline that could have moved it forward um, but mm-hmm. that is what that was yeah 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 uh, after that then we had uh, the Ronda Rousey signing this is um, when Kurt Angle Triple H and Stephanie McMahon came out um, what did you think of this whole signing thing, you know? Kurt Angle kind of, like, fumbling around and, like, then telling Ronda, like, oh, yeah, they want to, they can't wait to sign you because they want to control you. And, uh-huh. oh, yeah, oh, hey, Ronda, by the way, Stephanie said that you're a wash-up and even she could take you now. <laughs> <laughs> and that was silly. Yeah. And for then, the most part. Yeah, and then Triple H comes, walk, walks At back least into we the gotta, ring. yeah. And then, At least we got to see her, oh, what's her name, Rhonda, mm-hmm. in the action. Yeah. See what she can do. Yeah, she slammed Triple H through that table, and yeah. then Stephanie McMahon came over and gave her that big slap, and you could tell it was a real slap. She slapped her hard, and yeah. you could see her face was, like, red. Yeah. So she took that good. Um, what did you think about her promo overall? Um... Yeah, I thought it was pretty. I enjoyed like, it. Like her performance specifically. No. Yeah, it was just like a little bit. So, like, I can't wait to see her when she's actually in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I felt like, she, you know, she fumbled a little bit with her um, promo, like on the mic a little bit. But I feel like it's to be nervous. You're at a big time mm-hmm. pay per view, it's your first real promo appearance like she yeah she showed up at Royal Rumble and pointed at the sign and everything but like mm-hmm. this was her first like okay she's on the mic for a real promo like in front of fans and everything so she came off a little bit nervous but I felt like overall it was good she did everything else good slamming Triple H to that table and taking that slap and everything yeah. and you know she was you know made that mean face so yeah I think she did good there yeah she did and then after that, we had our seven-man elimination chamber matches, and this is the one where 
Braun Strowman power slammed everybody and pinned everybody except for Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns had to I think he gave him like one or two Superman punches and two spears for sure to mm-hmm. take him out to finally get the pin on Braun Strowman but what did you think about this match over all the men's elimination chamber with the first time with seven men inside the chamber like I said they didn't use the cage as much but they did very well fighting each other yeah on the mat in the ring yeah yeah I would say this was a match where I was surprised that they didn't use the cage a lot more than what they did um just from what I've watched with uh I've been watching all the past elimination chambers now and in almost all of them they've used the cage quite a bit um Mm -hmm. there's a couple where they don't use it that much um but yeah this one it it did kind of stick out that the cage wasn't really used as a weapon as it has been in the past especially Mm -hmm. the first five or six you know it was used as a weapon a lot right Um, I think this time around like they definitely showed what they can do as as performers so without the help of a cage right yeah which is fine and all but if you're having a cage mess specifically then you know I feel like you should use it didn't they like break part of it like just like whatever those little glass cubby things are oh yeah yeah that's when Braun Strowman at the end when like a couple of times that happened yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, especially at the end when Braun Strowman, they did the same thing that happened with Asuka and Naya. You know, you they got the guy to win, Roman Reigns, but then the guy who's the powerful guy, even mm-hmm. though he technically takes a loss, he still looks, you know, super powerful and, yeah. you know, like a big scary guy. Yeah, Braun Strowman. He, yeah. Was, he was very entertaining. He took, like, how many... It was fun to see, like multiple guys go up against him and try to take him down and yeah and then at one point yeah because um there was the move where we had uh you know uh roman reigns the leader of the shield when mm-hmm. the three of them are actually in there usually you know seth rollins and dean ambrose like throw somebody up on his shoulders for him to for the three of them to do like a big power slam yeah and then for this they had john cena and roman reigns uh, there and then who was it uh, who helped pick him up I don't remember who the other two that helped pick him up I think it was Seth Rollins and Finn Balor helped yeah. pick up Braun and put them on on Cena's and Roman shoulders and all four of them slammed him and all four of them tried to pin him and he still kicked out Yeah. <laughs> so yeah I thought it was a good move it definitely made Braun Strowman still look strong even though he ultimately mm. ended up losing the match now, what is your opinion with the whole Roman Reigns winning the match? Like, do you like that? Like, I've been listening to a lot of other wrestling podcasts and watching a lot of wrestling shows and reading wrestling articles that, you know, like, people are like, oh, it's so predictable. We knew Roman Reigns would win. Uh-huh. Like, what, what, what is your whole opinion on that? Well, like, I, I just started getting into this, so it doesn't really make that much of a difference to me like I haven't seen Roman Reigns win anything yet so right yeah and for me yeah for a casual fan or somebody who's just getting into it yeah they haven't seen it yet and then to me the other thing is uh 
like when I hear so many people complaining about how predictable it is to me I think like yeah you go into it and the good guy won the guy who's Mm -hmm. supposed to be the good guy you know predictable uh for me it's not just the outcome it's the journey there like to me overall the match Mm -hmm. was good like I thought Braun Strowman looked still looked really good and it made Roman Reigns look really good Mm -hmm. um for me, it's the journey. Like, whenever I go to a Batman movie or a Superman movie or an Avengers movie or any of the Marvel mm-hmm. movies, like, I don't go there. And then, you know, I'm not surprised at the end when the good guy wins. I'm not like, oh, wow. I'm so surprised. Like, mm-hmm. and I still like those movies. Like, <laughs> yes, it's predictable. It's predictable. But everything leading up to the end, like, it's that was the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and to me, so, and then I know you didn't get to watch the after show either, but on the after show, uh, something I hope plays out, because mm-hmm. Roman Reigns now is going to get to go to WrestleMania and face Brock Lesnar for the Universal title. What I'm hoping is that Roman Reigns will win the Universal title this time versus Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And because at the after show, Roman Reigns was talking with um, Renee Young and um, Peter Rosenberg and saying that, you know, they were talking about, they are asking him something about, like, oh, what do you think about um, Braun Strowman, you know, attacking you at, like that after the match, and your guys' um, career seemed to be on, like, a parallel course, you mm-hmm. guys are on par with each other, and then he's, you know, Ro- Roman said something like, oh, yeah, you know, it's almost like Braun and I, like, we're Batman and Joker, like, we're meant to fight forever, and for me, that would be great. I would love to see Roman Reigns win the uh, the uh, universal title and then it be like because they're still both pretty young guys Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman they could have feud for years and years and years to come still mm-hmm. um, so yeah I would I would like to see that I think that would be good I think people are too worried about like the immediate outcome of this specific match mm-hmm. like you got to think long term like the, for the story long term it could be a feud that could be really good for years to come like no yeah. matter what even if you're somebody who's been a fan of wrestling for a long time and you've been watching Roman Reigns for a while and you've been predicting this f- win for a long time and other wins and it seems like they're really trying to push him to be the champion you know you got to think of the story long term like it's not just like Mm-hmm. one match it's like something that could go on for years like you could have a lot of really good matches between Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman for years to come and I, I hope they set that up and I hope it turns out as good as I'm hoping <laughs> that is yeah that would be interesting yeah 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 uh, maybe you know viewers want more of a you know surprise kind of like you know Aspect. I don't. I can't think of the word right now. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, maybe they do, but I mean, it, who else would have people want to want? It would have been Braun Strowman. There wasn't like a, a. I don't really think. I like I said for me this going into this match, it was one of the most exciting ones. I was excited about just because it was like I thought going into this match, like everybody who was in the match, like I thought. Had, you know, like I could see as being the winner for the match and going on uh, 
to be in WrestleMania. Like, there was not one of them who I thought, like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to see them win or, like, yeah, you know. Even though the outcome that happened that was the most predictable, you know, like I said, I could have saw any of them winning, whereas in the past, all the ones I've been watching, I've watched, like, mm-hmm. I think there's now with this women's one and this one that just happened for the seven-man one, I think there's been, like, 22 Elimination Chamber matches now, yeah. and I've watched, like, 15 or 16 of them, and in every single one, there's always, like, two or three guys where I'm like, oh, I know those guys have no chance, like, they're going to be pinned, and they always get pinned, like, there were always some of the first ones out of those matches, uh-huh. and in this one, it was like, I have no idea who's going to be uh-huh. at the end, like, any of them, like, could make it to the end. Yeah. So I thought it was good for that. So I, that, I mean, just that was the unpredictability for me. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into the other stuff we watched. That was all of the, uh, all of the um, elimination chamber. Overall, it was it was good match for a good event. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into NXT. Uh, I know. You didn't watch these with me, so I'll just go over these real quick. Again, this week, um, on this this week on NXT, we started out with Velveteen Dream versus uh, Tyler Bate. Velveteen Dream won. I love Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, he did his little purple rainmaker off the top rope. It's like it's an elbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like Tyler Bate as well. Both of these guys are still really young. Both really good performers, so it was a good match. Um, I can't wait to see Velveteen Dream make it to the main roster and get in, like, whether it's Raw or SmackDown. Like, he's, to me, like, his whole character, like, the way he does his moves, his promos, the guy's destined to be a star. Like, I, I can't wait to see Velveteen Dream, mm-hmm. like, on the main on the main roster. Uh, what do we have after that? Oh, we had the Johnny Gargano. Um, he signs his termination letter. So, you know, I had you watch that match with yeah. me when he lost to Andrade Cien Almas, and then he has to give up his NXT career. Mm-hmm. So, to me, I thought that meant, like, oh, boom, he was done right away, but they, he signs this contract on NXT this past week, and it, you know, specifically in the promo, the NXT general manager, William Regal, tells him, like, okay, yeah, this is your contract saying that you're going to be ending, but you still have to fill out the re- the rest of your contract and show up at all the rest of the events that we have you scheduled for. So he will still be involved for the next like four or five weeks, I think, um, which will give us will give him a chance to finish up some storylines like the guy, his friend that attacked his former friend that attacked him during his match that mm-hmm. you know helped cause him lose to lose. Um, I'm sure there'll be some sort of like oh, that might yeah. be his last match of while he's still at NXT where you know he gets like a revenge against him or something or uh-huh. you know does something to get reinstated with um, NXT but I'm sure he's going to be moving up to the main roster because he is such a fan favorite yeah. uh, so after that then we had um, Cesar um, Bononi versus Adam Cole um, Adam Cole won here. Um, a lot of fans seem to like Adam Cole um, in NXT. To me, he's just uh, he's okay. <laughs> so it was a, it was an okay match. Uh, after that, we had um, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. Um, 
Shannon Baszler got the win here. Uh, she did her Kira Fudu Blum off the top rope, and then she got Kairi Sane in a Kira Fudu clutch uh, and got Kairi Sane to submit. Um, mm-hmm. Feel like this is setting up a good feud. I know Kyrie Sane, um, and she and Baszler were both in the Mae Young Classic, which I told you I want to watch with you sometime since we haven't gotten around to watching that yet. Um, they fought against each other there. Now they're fighting against each other here, so I feel like you know they have a good feud going on. And then after that, we had Andrade Cien Almas come out with Zelina Vega. And then they were just like gloating and making fun of Johnny Gargano for losing and having to now leave um, NXT. And then Aleister Black came out. You know, he wants a shot at the NXT championship now. And then Killian Dane came out. And he also wants a shot at the NXT mm-hmm. championship. So then Aleister um, Black and Killian Dane started fighting in the ring and Andre C and Almas and Zalian Vega, they just left. Um, so I'm sure there's gonna be some kind of feud. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's gonna end up in a three way match between those three guys or if Killian Dane or Alistair Black are just gonna have to fight it out to see who actually gets to go for the championship. Um, but all three of those guys are good performers, so I'll be excited to see all the matches that they set up during this storyline that they got going on there. Uh, okay, I'll do two oh five live next as well. On 205 Live, uh, we had, we're still going on with our Cruiserweight Elimination. Uh, we're in the quarterfinals around now. Uh, first up, we had Cedric Alexander versus TJP. Cedric Alexander got the win here. And then we also had Kaliso versus Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong got the win. Um, and ex- I mean, on 205 Live, I still feel like the show is getting better the performances have been better mm. you know they've gotten rid of a lot of the like dumb gimmicky stuff that's like a lot more like wrestling now okay. um so you know i like it a lot better so hopefully they they keep going in that direction and hopefully it's going to start drawing fans in to start watching because they're having good matches over there um they just got to get more eyes on it and get fans to like stay because it it 205 Live happens right after SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a lot of the fans, like, they're there for the main SmackDown show, so they leave right after SmackDown's over. So they got to find a way to get people to stay for the 205 Live taping because a lot of the a lot of the show, like, even though, like, I'm putting on the... Like, I'm watching and they're putting on a good performance and it's getting me excited. Mm-hmm. I'm not excited as I could be because I kind of liken it to like you know if you watch a tv show with a laugh track yeah. and then you like go watch it on youtube and somebody like has taken the laugh track out you kind of notice like oh like maybe those jokes aren't as funny you know like yeah. like they're so kind of funny but it's kind of awkward without yeah. the laugh there and it's the it's a thing with watching these matches like these guys are doing really good performances but because the crowd is so small mm-hmm. and like they're just not really cheering anything mm-hmm. like you don't feel the same electricity as you know when you feel of like oh yeah that was like really exciting and everybody's really excited like you're kind of excited yourself because they just did something really cool but it's like oh but it's kind of quiet (laughs) yeah (laughs) like you can kind of feel it in the tv broadcast 
<laughs> yeah, so that was two hundred five. Better for wrestling. Yeah, so that was two hundred five and NXT. Let's get into the shows that we both watched together. So let's get okay. into Raw. Uh, Raw. This was you know what happened immediately, you know right after Elimination Chamber and the fallout from everything from that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we to open up Raw, we had Alexa Bliss come out with Mickey James, and it was a promo. And she says she's gonna beat Asuka. Um, then Asuka comes out, and then Naya comes out uh, and attacks. And then Sasha and Bailey come out, and then mm-hmm. it becomes kind of like you know, everybody's fighting. Yeah. With each other. Um, not not a lot to say about that there, but that mm-hmm. does kind of remind me. So you know, with the elimination chamber match. Uh, and Alexa Bliss winning there and at the top of the Raw promo they did make it sound like because Asuka has never officially announced who she was going to face at Wrestlemania if she was going to go against Asuka I mean if she's going to go against Alexa or Charlotte yeah um but at the top of Raw they said Asuka would be going against Alexa so I I think that's going to be the official thing now Mm -hmm. um I still haven't seen anything posted anywhere that that's the official match but um that's where it seems like it's going but I, w- I want to ask you like so what did you think of the whole uh promo that Alexa Bliss cut right after winning the elimination chamber what promo okay when she was on the mic that's called cutting the promo she was on the mic right after she won the elimination chamber right and she was like saying about how happy she was oh, and yeah. you know all the you know dr- you know it was all for the little girls and women out there because they that could feel her dreams. Yeah, and, and you know, right. So she said yeah. that you know, follow your dreams, but your dreams are going to be crushed because I'll be standing in your way, kind of thing. Yeah. Like the only one's going to achieve their dreams is me because I'm the best, kind of thing. Yeah. What did you think about the promo? Did you think it was good? Did you, like, did you like it? I like the promo. It was a good promo. You like the promo. It was a good it. promo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about it did I like? I liked how it was like, yes, sincere, yet she stayed in character. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I liked about it. Okay, good. And then, uh, so then after that, we had John Cena come out and he uh, cut a promo. You know, he's talking about how he lost Elimination Chamber. So he still doesn't have a way to get to WrestleMania, but he wants to be to WrestleMania. And then he says, uh, he's calling, you know, it's like, oh, there's going to be a match between me and Undertaker. And, you know, the fans go crazy. And then he says, oh, but that's not going to happen. So we figure out everybody gets all disappointed. Then he says, so I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go to SmackDown and um, try to find a way to get to WrestleMania over there. Like, what did you think of that? Well, what I thought was that I think that maybe they will do that. Yeah. Bring see, back the Undertaker. Yeah, see, me too. I still <laughs> don't think that that's out of the picture. I think, yeah. you know, like, why would you bring something that far into and cut it into a promo like that if it's not something that you could... It's still the possibility of you doing it. You know, like, yeah, so... You know, and we'll get to him. We get SmackDown. So he decides he's gonna leave and he's gonna join SmackDown to try to get away to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, we'll just talk to about that more when we get to the SmackDown segment. 
Yeah. Let's get on to, after that we had uh, the Miz kind of promo, and he said, um, you know, he wants to be the best Intercontinental Champion of all time. He's only like 60 days away from that or so now, being like the longest reigning, you know, combined Intercontinental Champion of all time. How long he's held the title, like for the different times he's held it, combined all that time together, he would have held it the longest. Um, and he wants to have, you know, the title, the Intercontinental title to be at um, WrestleMania. Yeah. And then, um, you know, he's like complaining because Kurt Angle hasn't even told him who his opponent at WrestleMania would be. And then we get um, Seth Rollins comes out. And then we get a match between Miz and Seth Rollins. Um, and then in this match, um, Seth Rollins got the win. Um, what did you think about this match between um, Miz and Seth Rollins? Um, I enjoyed it. I I don't remember exactly what happened. Who won that one? Was it Seth Rollins Seth won? Seth Rollins. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, you know, it was a big win. Uh, Seth Rollins got the win there. He was all excited to get the win. He was about to celebrate, and then boom, Finn Balor's music hits. Finn Balor starts coming out, and then Seth Rollins like looking at Finn Balor like, "What the heck, man? You're on my parade. I just got the win here." Mm-hmm. And then, you That's know, right. um, Finn Balor. Then there's supposed to be a match between um, Miz and Finn Balor. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what happened right away. Like how the the Miz tried to get out of it. I think the Miztourage came out and like attacked Finn and then he was going to run out but then Kurt Angle told him no you have to get back in that ring and you have to have a match mm-hmm. with Finn Balor or you're not going to go to Wrestlemania and the Miztourage has to leave the uh, leave ringside and then so Miz and Finn Balor officially have a match and Finn Balor won this match yeah. what did you think about this match? I also enjoyed it. I enjoyed that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, everybody beating up on the Miz and yeah, I like the whole thing too. I think the the match itself wasn't as good as the Seth Rollins match mm-hmm. um, with yeah. the Miz, but overall it was a good match, and I kind of like that. I feel like they obviously they're either setting up some sort of fatal three way between the three of them for the Intercontinental title, or there's some sort of like a Finn Balor Seth Rollins feud that's going to go. Um, Oh. To see who's gonna get to face the Miz for mm-hmm. the for the title, and so we'll just have to keep watching to find out what they yep. decide to set up for that, where the storyline goes there. Uh, Rollins cut a promo right after that, um, saying that he wants the Miz and he wants a Intercontinental uh, title at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We never saw anything with with Finn Balor mention anything about that. But I'm sure we're going to get something about that next week mm-hmm. um, so that we can keep setting up that feud. Um, after that, then we had um, Roman Reigns promo. Uh, and he was saying, and this was the promo where Roman Reigns came out. Uh, Brock Lesnar was supposed to show at this Monday Night Raw. He was scheduled to be there. He no-showed. Yeah. And Roman Reigns came out and then he cut his promo saying like, oh, you know, Brock Lesnar, 
you know, he's a punk, he's not even here, like, he's supposed to be here, but I'm here, and I'm gonna win the championship, because, you know, like, the fans deserve somebody who's actually gonna be around Mm -hmm. uh, to be the champion. Like, what did you think about this promo? Well, I thought that... Well, I haven't seen Brock Lesnar fight at all, I think, and... Yeah, just him talking about him, like, okay. I'm like, well, why is he talking about Brock Lesnar? Because <laughs> well, that's who he, cause he's right, on the yeah. Elimination Chamber, so that's who he's going to fight at WrestleMania. That's what I thought yeah. at the moment, so, yeah. <laughs> or in the moment, so. But, yeah, I am excited to see him fight Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, me too. And then overall, for the promo itself, I thought it was, like, a really good promo. Like, it's the best promo I've seen Roman Reigns ever cut. Um okay. For me, like, it actually, and because there's probably a little bit of truth behind it, because, like, Mm -hmm. at this point in Brock Lesnar's career, he's only doing, like, four or five events a year. He doesn't come to, like, Monday Night Raw. He's part of the Monday Night Raw roster, but he only shows up to, like, a couple of those a year now. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's kind of, like, there's supposed to be this universal title. Like, back in the day, there was just, like, one WWE heavyweight title and that was like the top championship in the company Mm. and now we have you know there's a title for both Raw and Smackdown but then there's the Universal title and that's supposed to be the top one right now Mm -hmm. and I've heard other people talk on shows or like you know on podcasts or on YouTube or whatever and some people have the opinion like oh yeah like we don't don't put Brock Lesnar in there too much because if you start putting him in all the time at all the shows then it'll just take away from the appeal of having him it's like a treat to have him there and to me it, Brock Lesnar like yeah he's like a big scary guy but he's not Andre the Giant Andre the Giant back in the 80s like he only did a few events here and there but he was like you know a seven foot something 500 pound man like yeah something you know crazy to see in real life it's not something you would see in real life ever you know kind mm-hmm. of thing so it was a special kind of event to me for and Andre Giant never like held the title for that long like Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar is like holding on to it for a long time for me you know you want your star to be there all the time you want to see you want to see that championship actually being like fought for and somebody defending it and you know getting the chance and other people getting the chance to win it it just kind of seems at this point he's holding on to it he's getting in the way like I would like to see him lose it and see that title like actually be defended and fought for more often Mm -hmm. like I don't have the opinion of like you want your star to be somebody who only shows up all the time like he wouldn't like be a fan of like any other sport and say like oh yeah I only want my star player to show up to a quarter of the games like you wouldn't be a fan of the Patriots and be like, oh, I only want Tom Brady to play in a quarter of the games. Or, oh, hey, I, uh, you know, LeBron James, I only want you to play in a quarter of the games mm-hmm. of the season. Like, because you're the main attraction. No, you want them to be play in every game because the fans want to see them play in every game. You want to see, you want to see the best of the best every time you go. You don't want to see... You don't want to have a chance to see the best of the best. Like, you hope you get to see the best of the best every time you go. That's why you buy a ticket. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, 
Yeah, I thought it was a really good promo. I was really impressed by Roman Reigns for this one. Like, there's been rumors, because uh, Brock Lesnar's contract is coming up. Mm-hmm. His, um, uh, he has met with the president of the UFC, so, you know, he could leave. And so there's rumors, like, did he really not show, or was he told to, or did it become part of the show that said, oh, don't come, and so we can cut this kind of promo, and like really it'll help Roman Reigns look good and if that's the case like I think they should just keep rolling with that storyline they should have Brock Lesnar like just keep saying like oh he's supposed to be at this event and then have him not show and then keep having Roman Reigns be like oh yeah see look at this guy he doesn't respect you guys because not only was this a good promo for a promo for Roman Reigns but like the fans really liked it like people were cheering because fans know that Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. might leave he's done this in the past the WWE where he's like threatened to leave and go to the back to the UFC mm-hmm. to get more money in a contract and I think fans are kind of especially more mainstream fans are just sick of that so they are like yeah you know what I'm not a big fan of Roman Reigns but he's right like who is the heck is this Brock Lesnar guy I think he is like just come whenever he wants to so yeah. yeah I think maybe if it really was something that WWE decided to do last minute like they should just keep going because it's working yeah uh, after that we had um, that's when they announced JJ uh, Jarius Robertson was gonna be the Warrior Award winner after that we had Braun Strowman versus Elias uh, Strowman got the win uh, here um with a disqualification, that's when Elias like pulled out the fire extinguisher and started oh, yeah. blowing it in <laughs> Braun Strowman's face. So they're setting up some sort of feud between, because you know, um, Elias has hit him with a guitar now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Strowman hit him with that big stand-up bass. Yeah. Um, now Elias has hit him with the fire extinguisher. Um, I'm a big fan of Elias. I'm a big fan of Braun Strowman. So anything that they keep going with the feud, them there, I really am a fan of that to see that keep going. Because then, you know, Elias ran off into the dark of the night, yeah. <laughs> running from <laughs> Braun Strowman. So uh, I, I thought that was I thought that was good, and hopefully we'll keep seeing more from that. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about it overall yourself? Yeah, I enjoyed it, and I can't wait to see what. Unfolds yeah. between the two. Sorry, was it? I said I can't wait to see what unfolds between <laughs> the two. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, and then after that, we had Triple H and uh, Stephen McMahon come out with Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Triple H and um, Stephen McMahon are looking for an apology, uh, both from Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. Kurt Angle for running his mouth. And um, they want an apology from Ronda for slamming Triple H through the table at Elimination Chamber. Um, Kurt Angle tells Ronda, like, oh, don't do anything crazy here because I need my job kind of thing. Um, I really thought, you know, for any critics of Ronda Rousey, like, obviously at WrestleMania, she just kept pointing at the, I mean, at Royal Rumble, she kept pointing at the WrestleMania sign, yeah. and it was kind of hokey. And then at Elimination Chamber, her first time on Mike cutting a promo, she was a little shaky. She was a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, 
by the end of that promo it was good and then for me the monday night raw promo like i thought it was all good like the way she came out she had her hair yeah. up she had her leather jacket on she had her rowdy ronda rousey shirt on like mm-hmm. she looked mad she looked mean like coming out to the ring she walked down there with like real charisma looks yeah. good doing that um and then um what else uh, i thought she was you know she was okay on the mic here um you know, and she was how she said she was nobody's property. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rhonda tells Stephanie to apologize for slapping her. Mm-hmm. You know, Stephanie McMahon then does apologize. And then on the way out of the ring, Triple H um, turned around and punched her at Angle. Yeah. That's just furthering the storyline. I think it's going to be at WrestleMania, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon versus Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey in a mixed match challenge. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to just keep watching that and see yeah, how that goes. Will. But what did you think about this promo for Ronda Rousey? Yeah, I thought she did a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot more believable. Yeah, yeah, she was <laughs> believable. Especially, like, just her attitude on her mm-hmm. face. Like, because she was in UFC and, you know, they always had, like, there weren't WWE promos. Like, you got to cut them long. But, you know, you would always do, like, a square off face-to-face with your opponent. And, you, you know, even though you weren't fighting at your way in or whatever like you still would look mean to your to your opponent so she she does that really well yeah Uh, so we'll just have to see how she is for everything else um yeah so i'm 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 excited to have Rhonda there Mm -hmm. Uh, let's get into smackdown now uh, this is the last show that we watched for this week. This show opened up with john cena now this is where he said that he was um you know, he wants a title shot at Fastlane mm-hmm. um, uh, so that he can get to WrestleMania. And then so Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan come out and tell Cena that uh, if he wants to enter uh, Fastlane, he has to earn a spot. And later on, they're going to make a match between um, Cena and AJ Styles for John Cena to uh, qualify. But right after this promo, we had Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin. Uh, and this uh, I really like this match because Kevin Owens was on the ringside Uh, Baron Corbin ended up winning this match Um, he did an end of days on Sami Zayn and pinned him Mm -hmm. but Kevin Owens for me that was a highlight of the match him being at ringside doing commentary he finally said you know what I've been saying for weeks somebody finally mentioned something about Baron Corbin's hairline and how he needs to do something for the like I love that he was like he was the best commentator on I know. any show was, to me so far. Like he just—he was pretty funny. Yeah, eventually he's got to be—he's got a future in like being a broadcaster for WWE whenever his actual wrestling career is over. Because oh yeah, yeah, he was like he was really good and he was really funny on the mic and he was saying like oh we're what are you looking for Baron Corbin your hairline like because you're not confined it like <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, like yeah they just need to, somebody needs to. Now somebody just needs to actually talk to Baron Corbin directly and tell him and <laughs> so that he can change his look. His whole, his whole look is not good for me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he already knows that, though, and he's like, I don't care. <laughs> uh, well, I, ho- I, I hope, think he doesn't care. I hope that's not the case because you know, part of being a wrestling entertainer, like your looks is a part of it. So he, he needs, like, now the last couple of weeks, I've, you know, I've actually come around on him as a performer. I'm like, oh, some of his in-ring performances, like... 
oh, he, maybe he actually is a good performer and I, I just wasn't seeing it before mm-hmm. but he just still looks so dumb to me that I can't <laughs> I can't get over it oh my. <laughs> I'm just glad somebody finally pointed it out on the show yeah <laughs> uh, what, and then so what then after that so then um Oh, D- Dolph Ziggler came out and he attacked Owens on the ringside, kicked yeah. him in the back of the head. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, then what happened after that? We had, um, yeah, yeah, so they all fought each other. And Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan were backstage arguing over, you know, um, the whole Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn situation. Mm-hmm. Still holding out hope that this feud is going on, that they know something we don't know. Maybe the WWE doctor has already, he's the only one doctor, Dan Bryan has gone like around the world to different doctors. They've all cleared him saying, oh yeah, you're healthy enough to to wrestle again. Yeah. Like your concussions, like you, you don't seem to have any residual effects, like you're, you'd be healthy, but it's just mm-hmm. the one WWE doctor, the guy, the one guy that matters that works for WWE, mm-hmm. that doctor says, hasn't cleared him yet so like maybe they know something that we don't know maybe he has finally been cleared by that doctor that doctor has come around and said okay yeah you're healthy enough to wrestle again mm-hmm. so hopefully they're setting up this feud between Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan so Daniel Bryan can make his return like unfortunately I wasn't watching wrestling when Daniel Bryan like got it started wrestling and you know had his big you know rise to stardom but I've been going back and watching all those matches and like just watching that that his old stuff I'm like oh man yeah I would love to see this guy wrestling now and do stuff so hopefully hopefully that will be his return I'm still still holding on to that dream so yeah you haven't seen anything yet but you'll have to watch some stuff with me sometime okay Uh, what else did we have Uh, we had Ruby Riot versus Naomi Um, Ruby Riot got the win here yeah um what else let's just go through this real quick i'm not i didn't think much of that one yeah me either and then smackdown it just it hasn't been as good to raw as me like Mm -hmm. they have some they have a lot of good stars on the show but just none of the storylines stick out to me or none of the matches stick out as much to me as the ones on as raw have as of late right um what else did we have we had uh, we had a promo with the fashion police mm-hmm. and uh, what's a guy Josh something whatever he's a star he's got that new um, unsolved show with Notorious oh, B.I.G. and yeah, Tupac yeah. Um, you know I thought that was a pretty funny promo mm-hmm. uh, then we had New Day and Usos come out they cut a promo um, I really like this promo too this is the one where Usos that came out, they came out. They're always really good on the mic, and uh, you know, talking all tough. But then, uh, and you know, New Day came out there. They were wearing all like black and gray, mm-hmm. and then like that's when, you know, like Usos were like making fun of them for doing all their bootio things and their pancake stuff. But then Big E got really serious and like got in their face, and I thought mm-hmm. I was like, oh wow, like look at this. Like I thought that was a good promo. Like there was actually a good feud here because their matches are really good, and I thought this promo itself was good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then we had the Bludgeon Brothers come out. Uh, You know, I think they went against a couple of jobbers and saw something, whatever. They've been running that thing 
for a long time now. So hopefully they're going to actually get the Bludgeon Brothers against some like real tag teams here soon. Yeah. Um, besides just jobbers, um, you know, I I don't know like whatever lower tier teams that they have, tag teams that they have in SmackDown, they can start having them like go against them out and start running through them, so they can set up whatever they're going to do. You know, go for the championships mm-hmm. eventually. Um, then we had whatever that we had Shane McMahon cut a promo. Uh, he made his match uh, between Aiden English um, versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And then we had Bobby Roode and Randy Orton cut a promo. Um, and then, uh, you know, Randy Orton was saying that you know it's the only title that hasn't he hasn't gotten in his career uh so mm-hmm. i'm sure something's gonna come of that we're gonna but ginger mahal has been involved in this whole thing so i don't know if it's gonna be some sort of like three-way um but there's some, some story storyline where you know obviously bobby Roode and randy orton are for sure going to be going against each other for that mm-hmm. u.s title uh, then we had then we had the English versus Nakamura match. Nakamura won, of course. Like I would never expect Aiden English to beat right. Shinsuke Nakamura, especially leading up to WrestleMania. Now you don't want your main event because I I assume AJ Styles versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be the oh it's not going to be the main event of WrestleMania, but it's going to be like the biggest attraction like. Because like I said, not a lot of people are like great big fans of Roman Reigns, but people, um, you know, they, because uh, they already feel like they know what to expect from that match. But like fans like have been dying to see AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura, so I'm mm-hmm. sure, I'm sure AJ Styles is gonna even though it's gonna be a six pack um, since John Cena. Uh, won his match which happened at Smackdown uh, right after that uh, we had John Cena versus Styles and Cena had to win to get to Fastlane Um, I'm sure AJ Styles is still going to win so that we still get to see the match that all the fans want to see which is AJ Styles versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura oh yeah Um, um, yeah so I, I feel like that was good um feel like the John Cena versus AJ Styles match was a good match mm-hmm. itself. Um, it gets John Cena into fast lane, so that's a you know another guy that they can try to help sell tickets for that um, for that event there. Um, yeah. But then, uh, so what do you think of that? Like for me, I said like I'm predicting AJ Styles is still going to win at fast lane to hold the title, so that'll be. It will be just him and Nakamura at WrestleMania. Um, But, uh, you know, for John Cena, that means he's going to lose. If you go by my prediction, he'll still lose. And then he still doesn't have a way at WrestleMania. So what do you you think about that? Uh, Yeah, I think what you have to say is pretty much... I can't think of anything else. Yeah. So, but what what, what do you think that would mean for John Cena then? I don't know. You think he might retire? <laughs> no, he's not going to retire. He's trying to get to WrestleMania. He's been talking I mean, about like how if... he's going to get to WrestleMania. He wants to get to WrestleMania. 
earlier you were talking about how you said that you think there's still a chance that you know it's going to be a match between him and Undertaker. So I think. Oh, that's and right. And he's been desperate, right? Yeah. He's been his whole character lately. He's been he's turned into like this super confident guy who's like never give up. Da 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 da. He's still doing the never give up, but yeah, it's coming from true. a place of like desperation now. He's like desperate. He loses the elimination chamber. He goes on Monday Night Gosh. Raw the next night and says like, "Oh man, I have to, I have to leave Monday Night Raw and go to SmackDown to try to get to WrestleMania now." To me, if he goes to Fastlane and loses Fastlane, then that's when he gets real desperate. And then that's when they finally announce, like, oh, okay, yes, like, I finally convinced The Undertaker to come out of retirement and have one last match with me at WrestleMania. Like, that's what... Yeah, I, that's what we talked about earlier. Yeah, I kind of yeah. I kind of feel like that's what I'd like to see. I'd like to still see this desperate John Cena, Yeah. you know, even after that match. And then that's when they finally announce, like, okay... Even though John Cena said he was told that it wasn't going to happen, like he finally was able to pull some strings and get Undertaker to come back. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think about that. <laughs> but uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. That's the end of our show. Just one last thing here uh, to, you know, little suggestions, anything that you would suggest that fans check out outside of wrestling or out, you know, Besides watching, you know, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, 205 yeah. Live specifically, anything else? It could still be wrestling related, I suppose, but mm-hmm. anything else you would suggest fans check out? Oh, well, I know you would disagree with me, but I would suggest you guys watch Orville. It's actually not as bad as some people make it out to be. <laughs> okay, but I'm not saying I'm not making it out to be bad. I have not even watched it yet. I'm I just, know. like, not just interested in watching it because I've heard it's not any good. So yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm happy for you when somebody is su- watching something and they enjoy it. I'm glad they're enjoying whatever it is that they're into. Yes. <laughs> I just don't think it's something I'm going to be into. I'm a nerd and everything, but, you know, all the commercials that I saw, like, the, you know, trailers, like, running up to the premiere for... Orville mm-hmm. made me think like oh that doesn't look good and then when all the reviews came out afterwards like and people were saying like it wasn't any good I was like okay I'm not interested in watching it then but mm-hmm. if you decided to watch it and now you're liking it then I'm happy for you that you like it and it makes me happy that you're enjoying something <laughs> it's just not something I feel like I'll enjoy but I will try it out since it is your suggestion this week yeah. uh, for me uh, I say one check out more of our channel i'm going to start i've like been <laughs> setting up everything on yeah. the on our um mm channel which stands for mikey's mixed media i've been setting everything up there on youtube uh, i'm going to start mm. like streaming some games trying to make other videos on there um so i think i finally figured out how to do the settings and everything to do that i've done a couple test streams so i think I'm good to go. I'm going to start streaming, you know, whatever, Fortnite, uh, you know, whatever other nerdy games I can. Yeah. Uh, got, I got Overwatch on PS4 I can stream. Got uh, Hearthstone on the computer. It's pretty nerdy. Stream yeah, that. Yeah. Whatever other games, whatever I come across, I'll try streaming it. Uh, so check out that. 
but then any, uh, something else that isn't related to the channel as well or wrestling or the wrestling shows mm. what would I say hmm I would say go and check out, I would go check out Black Panther. I haven't seen it myself yet, but that's <laughs> something I actually hear good things about and <laughs> am interested in watching. So, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, go see that. Uh, but yeah, guys, thank you for joining us and bringing yep, the show for me. I know. We started this show late, so Andrea's already up later than she wants to be. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys. We're going to end it here, and we'll see you again next week. All right, bye. Bye.